0: Uh, Welcome back, everyone, to Design Huddle. Today, we are talking about web design. In particular, we're going to be looking at some of the winners from the awards. Uh, If you're not familiar with awards, it's a professional web design and development competition body. So think of it as like a website award um, that you get a lot of design agencies, individual developers, designers, etc. Full disclosure, I was on the jury for the past three years. I took a year off, but... It's an awesome organization it brings together you know some of the best web developers designers and agencies around the world so um, the way that it works is they, they they review on a series of criteria so we'll we'll talk about that criteria a little bit um, and we'll also just show like some cool really cool the thing i like about this is uh people submit um sites that are super innovative so there's different co- categories we're going to take a look at um, i'm sharing my screen now so you can take a look at them but there's, um, they're typically reviewed on a series of categories design, usability, creativity, content, mobile friendliness, and developer. So, a lot of these are, some of these are new um, in that uh, you can see them kind of ticking up and they're on a one to 10 scale. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the past, it was, I think, only three or four metrics, but of late they've made mobile first and, um, developer which is basically like performance and everything else that goes along with building like a good website from like a technical standpoint. So, really cool criteria. So, as a just like peeling back the curtain for a second while on the jury, my job was to review a site, you know, spend like 15 to 30 minutes looking at a site, going through the usability, looking at the design, looking at how creative I thought it was in comparison to other submissions that I've seen, and then I would give it a score and give feedback. But it's not just me, it's like the review body. So there's hundreds of people that are on the jury that kind of do this um, in review sites. And it's, it's really cool. You see some really great examples. I've seen some, some of my favorite websites have come from this. So if you haven't checked it out, it's awards with three W's like WWW. Um, so check it out. It's a great place to get inspired and learn um, more. Uh, cool, so this first one is from Wax Poetics. It's by Wonderland from the Netherlands. Uh, this was the site of the day on April 5th, 2021. So it was the site of the day uh, very recently. Is that two days ago it's from, from when we're recording this? Um, these are some screenshots, so we can, you can, we can go on the actual website too, um, which is what I'll do real quick. I'll open that tab up and we can talk through it. Um, Mustafa, have you ever heard of awards? Are you familiar with this at all? Is this new to you? Yeah,
1: I, I actually spoke at one of the events um, just before lockdown hit. Like it, it was two thousand, it, yeah, twenty twenty, like February when they had their event in um, Amsterdam. Uh, so that that was the last proper travel I went to. So yeah, I know of awards, and I've also written a couple of books. Um didn't we write we wrote an article together um to get right for one of their books it's been so long yeah i'm pretty sure we authored yeah. something <laughs> yeah uh, no we've worked with them before it's a,
0: a really it's cool, cool organization um so this is the, the event was really fun. yeah it's cool what what was it what was the, your talk on again
1: i was like you know my my usual spiel of designing for speed designing for friction um But, yeah, no, it was a really, really cool audience. Uh, I like performing, as it were. I give talk in Europe because they understand my sense of humor. When I've tried to take it in other parts, like to Turkey, I I died on stage. (laughs) (laughs) I think they wanted to throw tomatoes at me in Turkey. And these are my my kinsmen. Um, They're like, no, you're you're rubbish. We don't understand your humor. Um, Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: no, I totally hear you. Um, So, (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs)
1: <laughs> sorry i'm just being sarcastic um so yeah what what is wax poets do we um is a no so journalism? that
0: i was gonna i was just gonna say that um so from the landing page it looks like we're working with some sort of music publisher mainly because we get hit with a paywall not my favorite user experience but i'm also no. realistic that you know it's tough uh it's tough for you know journalists to be able to turn a profit and pay their staff so like i'm all for encouraging people to pay for high quality content but not a big fan of throwing the paywall right when you uh land well this
1: this is the challenge of the web because it started off as every like tim's burnley when he was doing his stuff he wanted to make everything for free this is the challenge not the 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 thing that has never been solved is how do you monetize for like professionals like professional journalists professional musicians you know that's been the biggest ux challenge for everything um for writers, it's been the hardest forever because it's just... I don't know why it's like people expect it for free and they shouldn't. But yeah, I think we've been conditioned to get it for free.
0: That's why we hate paywalls. Yeah. No, I i think that's... I think it's a necessary evil, for lack of a better word. Like, I think it's something that, you know, that's where the, the uh, internet's going. Another thing that I'm a big fan of that I've seen concept designs for is uh, microtransactions. So... Rather than like paying for a subscription, if you like an article, imagine there's like a little money sign that's connected to whatever your digital wallet, and yeah. you could basically drop like $0. ten cents, five cents to a publisher or creator if they make good content. So think about it, like for example, if you had a YouTube account, and you could put ten dollar credit on every time you upvoted or like you know thumbs up a video, that creator would get you know $0. one cent or $0. five cents or $0. ten cents, similar to what they do with streaming today. But um, a little bit more, less friction so creators and web, web uh, publishers can get, you know, easily monetize their content. But with all of that, let's dive in. <laughs> so yeah. um, Wax Poetics looks like it's a music. Thing. So I think part of this is we should figure out what it is right from the start. So it's a music pub. This, oh, this is kind of cool. So this read the article is following my cursor around. And it's, like, turning the photo, like, negative, which I've actually never seen this before. Have you ever seen something like this?
1: Yeah. I'm going to be really harsh. Those crappy Photoshop filters, which I really hate. And the thing is, I I hate um, scroll hijacking, like, uh, mouse hijacking. It was cool in the Flash days when you could do a custom cursor. But
0: yeah, because you can, once you drop into this white box, it kind of transitions off. Uh, But in terms of site design, you know, strong hero image and uh, probably it's cool guy playing like, I don't know. What is that? The trumpet? Uh, That's John Coltrane. Yeah, John Coltrane. Yeah, yeah. Famous, famous musician. Musician.
1: I'm saying that as if I recognize him. I really don't. I'm just I'm, I'm reading the actual name.
0: Like, yeah, we'll we'll if, check like, up we'll check him out. Know check Ryan. Them out after. Oh, they, be, they have a, they have a podcast, so they're promoting their podcast. <laughs> we'll have to check that out. Maybe get them on Design Huddle. Um Yeah, I mean it's a cool, it's a cool site. I mean, it's like for being a digital publisher, it's got definitely has a lot more uh like personality than traditional like news sites. Visuals being, you know, they're going leaning heavily on visuals. Only really kind of highlighting um, the articles. They're really pushing you know, a handful. They're um, subscriptions. So obviously that's a big business goal. There's We're almost halfway down the first page. And there's been three or four um, different subscription buttons. Um, and then there's actually gets into the articles. It sounds like it seems like a really cool um, actual yeah. like idea. It looks like they just wax poetics, just kind of focus on... It looks uh, old school musicians. Um, Yeah
1: old school music it looks by like yeah. it looks of things maybe predominantly black music i'm guessing because i think i saw marvin gay uh, bob marley and obviously john coltrane so it looks like that kind of time period of music so obviously those the 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 photography there is always going to be a wonderful uh, and atmospheric so like there's an image of like bob marley in one of the articles um, and so there's that the thing is it's almost you can always win when you have one of these beautiful mm-hmm. you have these beautiful photographs um, The challenge then becomes once you lead with these beautiful photographs is how you do the rest of the layout. There's a lot of white lines, which I don't even think is necessary. Like that's the things like in a sense, using dividing lines is always a bit of a cop out because you can get away with like negative space. It feels like they're afraid that people won't know that this is the header. But it's like you don't have you don't really need it. I think it's like unnecessary detail Um, because most people will be focused on the image rather than thinking, is this a button? You know, it's mean? so, like um but yeah, I mean when when you have these these kind of powerful images, like you can be really simplistic with the layout. I, they do all the work for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: I, I totally agree. I, I think the the line is a little jarring to me. I actually think it would be cooler for the menu to kind of fade in the top. It also drops when you you know, scroll down, it kind of fades out. But things I like so far is I love the heavy visuals, especially with like iconic artists. I think that's super cool. Um, I think they're like they're I think yeah. the font, like I, 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 the font choice is like very bold. I'm actually really into it. I think it says a lot about like the personality of the publisher.
1: Yeah. And
0: I actually like like this design feature. There's like this red thread that goes across a lot of the text. I think it's cool because it ties together the articles and almost like the site branding in a very subtle way. So it's as a little extra character. And then in terms of like the actual body, it's just pretty much a standard news article. They have text and then they embed images. The only thing I don't love so far is there's a lot of pop ups and like, you know, uh, modals and whatnot to subscribe. I think, like, you know, and I have to accept cookies, it's just a lot of extra stuff that's happening behind the scenes. I get all of it, but at the same time, it's like my biggest issue with subscribing and paying is like, let me consume, like, let me read an article, let me feel out the brand if I'm a first time user. And then if I'm a return visitor, I think that's when you can like, you know, really start to say, hey, now that you're coming back, you know, we're, you know, an independent publisher, it's, you know, getting subscriptions is really important to us. And then you can make connect the dots. So that's the only thing that's been a little that I don't love so far is the, uh, you know, all of the additional motion and overlays kind of popping up as I'm going through this. Anything else you've noticed? Yeah. I mean,
1: the... I mean I'm guessing that's uh Helvetica because of the symmetric the symmetry of the, the the type of the logo. I mean to be honest it just looks like a very generic magazine. Like if you imagine what is a magazine uh, this would probably be what you come up with. Um So you seem you don't seem you don't seem yeah, very impressed. I mean, I, again. Uh I mean it 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 looks like it's borrowing heavily from like right. print design like in terms of like typography and whatnot. Um yeah i mean it's you know again i would i say it's the most amazing website not really I, it, it's the the visuals the images are basically doing all the heavy lifting like even the um mm-hmm. that's marvin gaye right like the so when if you go to the awards site they've the most of most of the the screenshot is a picture of marvin gay so it's i think i hope that's marvin gay um so you just uh yeah no it's um yeah i'm not that i uh, it, it I wouldn't think it's like the most amazing piece of design. It's like, it's, it's basically the magazine online. <laughs> Sorry. I'm being, without trying to be too negative, but, um, and by the way, I'd like to pre, the preempt that my own personal site is. Yeah. That's always right, what happens, <laughs> right? When designers are critiquing I just other, keep like, ad-
0: design like sites. And I think like, you know, listen, like if you're on this website and you're scoring seven out of 10, you're in the top 5% of web design, out there so we're kind of in, in my eyes we're yes, really yeah. reviewing the best of the best in terms of websites just to kind of set the expectation here if you look at the web across the board yeah if you're shown on awards in my opinion you're definitely in the top echelon in terms of web design so yeah we're critiquing the best yeah. for good reason right like yeah. no one is critiquing minor league baseball players they're critiquing people <laughs> in like actually playing in the major <laughs> leagues so this is the major leagues yeah, no one's,
1: cr- <laughs> no one's critiquing my website. All three viewers and two of them are me. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, this is like the cliche, though. It's like designing for yourself is so hard. And also, you have no time. It's like they say the shoemakers' uh, kids always walk around barefoot because they're too busy making shoes for other people. Um, that's yeah. my excuse. No, anyway. I think
0: that's that, make, that makes sense. Um, I clicked the wrong one. I wanted to get into... Um go back to some of the other um, winners. And if, uh, we're trying to be as descriptive as possible. So I know a lot of you are probably watching on YouTube. If you're listening, um, we'll try to be more descriptive on the next one. But as a reminder, we're on the site awards. You can go into the, uh, you know, awards, award-winning categories. So we're kind of just checking it, checking out a few and um, like reviewing. I wanted to jump, so jump into a different category. Um, is there any category that you wanted to do, like that you think would be particularly interesting?
1: Uh, it'd be nice to check out uh, just uh, Japan. It's almost like this is Street Fighter too. We just choose the countries, like yeah, you know, sites fighting against each other. There was a Japan site um, yeah, on the landing. Page Japanese designs always. The, the, the Japanese designs always intrigued me because I've worked with Japanese designers before and
0: so they
1: will forever blow yeah, my mind so this is the uh, so now them. we're is looking at
0: um, Pola 2029 Vision by Mount Inc uh, this site comes from Japan they scored a 7.41 out of 10 um, and this is let's take a look at the site so I had to go through this, the, the overview first So it's pola.com backslash we care more. So the first part of this, in my opinion, is like we need to figure out what this site does in the first five to 10 seconds. So like when this page loads, which I don't know why it's taking a while to load, that could be my Wi-Fi or we're having performance issues here. Um, I think it's performance issues though, if I had to guess, because this is a long time. So immediately, super cool. I don't know if you can see on screen, but there are these like orbs... Are kind of like slowly moving, but I have no idea what Polar 2029 is from this image.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, it, it kind of reminds of me of a, an elephant. I don't know why. Maybe it's... Um... Whoa. Okay. Are you scrolling No, I'm scrolling right now. Scrolling is right now. This is like wild. Okay. So another scroll hijacking. So as, you, as Ryan is scrolling, the blobs Whoa. are sort of transitioning and moving, and they... They've animated oh, okay now that's amazing. So the blobs have kind of morphed into <laughs> characters. This is like so trippy uh, that look like they're holding <laughs> this is pure Japan, right? Like they have uh, again, it's like the, the foundation, you know, like the foundations of the of of, of language is based on Latin in Western Europe or well, their foundation, like so design is often Renaissance is like the um this the sort of foundation thing. Uh, so in Japan, it's obviously completely different so that's why it's so unique and um intriguing but just like the block colors um color has always been the hardest thing for me choosing yeah. i mean blue and color
0: yellow color are natural and compliments and I, so they're the actually like, pretty years, spot on with their color scheme i still my concern though visually but visually but this the, is like the tones, a super cool sorry. site it stands out a lot like I've, I've, i don't know i've seen a site like this artistic in a while but I still don't know what they do. So the first text we're seeing is, I wanna help my wife's rough hands from this idea. Pola's self-taught founder, um, Shibuya Shizuki, created his own hand cream creams. So now we figured out what it is. It's a hand cream product, <laughs> which is in no way, from if you just took the visuals, could you get that. Now I get it a little bit because the figures are holding, hands are holding up these like blue balls. <laughs> And <laughs> and I am now. It's getting. <laughs> we're gonna have to link out to this website because this is like you know one, what one, <laughs> this is one of the most difficult. This is one of the most difficult websites of? I've ever had to describe in my life. But um, at, do, you, do you know? Do you remember that this the, the the
1: Disney cartoon um Dumbo when he drinks alcohol and it says that the um, the pink elephant yes. and there's like a yes. the music where it's like he's basically tri- tripping out although the colors are not the same the vibe of when you're scrolling and these images dif- are morphing into hands holding these globes and it's sort of like caring for the planet I, i'm, I'm getting okay right i'm seeing the word sustainable here so that's kind of makes sense and so as ryan's scrolling through the text the header image for each block of text is morphing from the previous illustrations which i think i mean that's sort of thing you'd see yeah. in the flash days i've never seen that in html um so that's really impressive but again it's like it's beautiful to look at but it's you'll see it once and you probably uh, as a usability thing but then yeah this is i the mean story, they're though. really getting it's into just, sending you
0: cream the what's behind the company and like that they care a lot about sustainability and like after you you basically have to go through what we're talking about There are taglines, we care more after you scroll probably, I don't know, halfway down the page, you get to, Oh my gosh, like the the art, the art alone is, is like totally worth coming for. But so we just went through whatever, like the presentation, (laughs) I have no idea how much the product is. I get that they care about like sustainability. I get that it's a, a Japanese-based family-run company, but other than that, after like a quick scroll, like it's kind of tough to tell why, unless you just love Japanese hand creams. I don't know why else. I don't know what's keeping you to stay. <laughs> Do you know what this? It's almost like an
1: ad that you. But the 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 playhead is the scroll bar. And you're basically instead of you pressing play and just watching this morphing to each other, you're just
0: you yeah. Know, you it's just kind of like everything. it's like a it's almost did you like an interactive be, did you like man- like a movie or like short film because you're kind of like controlling it. I it, to me it feels like I'm clicking through almost like slides. Like I'm kind of scrolling down, vertically, scrolling through slides. The coolest thing by far on this website. Yeah. So like just to summarize it, and we'll move on to the next one is the art is amazing like the actual like transitions the like the actual art itself i think is brilliant the in terms of like serving the purpose of the website i think it might in my opinion slightly miss the mark because i don't know what to do next i understand what pola is now but i don't know where to buy it i don't know how much it costs i don't know what to do after this there's no call to action so that's my biggest concern with this site what
1: do yeah. I do? Did you manage yeah, to Yeah, and the then bomb? it like, It just it, kind of took there, me back to the top. Took, so I restarted.
0: Scroll. I went through the whole thing and then it just takes you back to the beginning. So it's like a big loop.
1: So yeah, it seems like a um, a storytelling arc, but yeah, I mean, really you should always leave the user with an act, a call to Like, you know, there's the term to a call to action. What should they should do next? If the call to action is to close the website, all the effort that you've put into creating this kind of goes to waste because like if someone just, again, wants to know how much their hand cream is or wants to, you know, they'll just close and just go on to search and just say, okay, where can I buy it from? Rather than it kind of misses an opportunity to take a next step. But it's like, okay, this is where you can learn more about, I don't know, the conditions that this cream helps, for example. Like, what's the medical benefits? Um Visually wise, colors great. The text center aligned kind of is annoying. Yeah. Um, but again, it's hard to fault the site. That's this I know. Teaching. So like, <laughs> like I would have again, so like,
0: looking back at the scores here, I would have given it higher on creativity. I probably would have given it 8 on creativity and like mid 6s on usability. And I I, have, I will say I have a little bit more of like a a benchmark here than if you've done it if you've done like I've probably done close to 50 or 100 of these. You kind of yeah. get the knack after seeing them. Um, design, I would probably think yeah. it's probably around a seven in comparison to other ones. The content, I would also drop slightly lower, um, but the developer, I would bump. I think that's, correct me if I'm wrong, Mustafa, some of that development is pretty tricky to implement the way that they did.
1: I have no <laughs> idea how they've yeah, done that. That so. says a lot. I've been I've been out of this sort of, yeah, I've been out of the the front end because I've been mostly doing the last, um, I'd say three years. Like I used to do a lot of front end development just for the fun of it it's on the side. I haven't touched the the thing is with H, uh, web design, you you stop writing code for six months and you're completely out of date, like you know, completely behind on the latest things. When it comes to animating vector graphics, that's the big that's been the hardest thing to do in a very performance friendly way. But um, they've. It, it, it obviously has come leaps and bounds since i've tried to do my crazy animated logos and um, but yeah so uh, it'll be interesting i mean obviously we're not doing like um the the website tests to see like yeah
0: well we before. can do that in another episode um, i just feel like we lose a lot of designers when we get too much into the performance weeds but um but yeah i, I totally yeah. agree that you know these all everything we're talking about will link but there's Totally worth checking out. I think they're really cool sites. Um, awesome. So, last one that we'll talk about on uh, today's episode is Flip a Clip. Uh, we talk, We were just in, I forget where that first one was from. I think Amsterdam or is it the Netherlands? Yeah. I, yeah, it was the Netherlands. Yeah, and then we were in yeah. Japan. And now we're back uh, with a US, uh, I guess, publisher or uh, digital agency called Cuberto. Uh, uh, they're from the US. This one scored uh, 5.8. A 7.5, uh, what you'll find is a lot of the top sites, a lot of the sites land somewhere in the sevens. If you see a site in the eights, especially high eights, like that means that the body of reviewers or the jury was very impressed by it. So we've seen a lot of sevens today and other episodes we'll pick up the higher ones. But so what's interesting here is the mobile score is really high. So they must have a really good mobile experience. 8.8 on mobile is very high. So we'll have to pull it up on mobile. Uh, developer, everything else is in the seven. So not much to report there. So we'll do the same test. This is kind of like the five second rule of like, if I was to work with a company or, you know, audit a, a site, what I want to figure out in the first t- five to 10 seconds is what they do and what, you know, what the next step is, or what I, what, like, what's my goal as a user, what do they want me to do? Um, so let's give this a second to load. I get I think another heavy site, um,
1: getting yeah that's the challenge is like some of the more creative stuff end up becoming really heavy so then that affects usability and it's the trade-off that you have to make as a designer you want to do something creative for your portfolio and like just an interesting project to work on rather than another wordpress Whoa. template um but the challenge is um what okay the site was black and now it's white um okay simple intuitive and fun so there seems to be this like line drawing style illustration. Is it that? Just yeah, I haven't by done itself?
0: anything yet. It's like a video. The hero is basically a hero, and if you're listening, it's basically a large white page. It looks like the the hamburger menu on the upper left. The company name Flip a Clip looks like someone hand drew it, and then there's a download button in the upper right. But still unclear on what it is.
1: It says simple, intuitive, fun. as the, this line style illustration. Uh, here we go. So at least
0: they have the value problem. They're coming out strong with best animation app. Okay. And they're giving you a little bit of like what the experience looks like. And then they're saying, telling you who it's for, beginners and pros. Um, again, more value prop. They're saying it's simple, intuitive and fun. That
1: looks like a loop. Okay, well, now they're going into showing. Yeah, now we original. have social
0: yeah. proof, lifetime installs, thirty million, creative times time on site is five hundred million. What?
1: That could be because it exactly. took forever for the site organic event. social
0: media views <laughs> one billion. It seems uh, awesome. Drawing tool one billion one now. Uh, I, I I am not like I need to. Just, I'm not a fan of like these long vertical scrolls. I know that it's a very common design trend, but like on mobile, I like it. I guess on desktop, I'm just not as much of a fan. Like you're just constantly scrolling down when you're just like, I don't know. I kind of want it to be a little bit more concise. Uh, things that I like so far, I think it's very playful in terms of like what it is. I'm still kind of confused on like animation tool is so broad. Um, I bet you there's like massive clip fans that are like, how do they not know what Flip-A-Clip is? Because, <laughs> but I've never heard of this. Have you heard of this?
1: No, I mean, again, that could be there is a bias there, but even so, if you're an animation student and you're learning, so your teacher goes, "Oh, there's this tool you need to check out for your project." If you were to come here, I mean, in the in a previous episode, we we're talking about personas. Um, if you are, uh, you've heard of this app someone's asked you to check it out as a, as, a, as a designer who's supposed to use a tool do you not just want to see the tool in action you want to see is it easy to use easy to learn is it affordable um are there like is there a community that if i have problems i could ask questions are there tutorials so i can learn it and pick up stuff quickly um is it reliable that it's been around long enough that if i create these files they'll be redundant because the tool will die and i won't be able to carry on using it. Like that's a big problem with design tools in the last 10 years is tool apps come and go very quickly. And it's that commitment to learn the new ones is always a tough one. It's like old school, like Adobe stuff people will stick to because Adobe's been around for so long and there's that trustworthiness where if a new tool comes along, people are quite worried. So if I was a I, like, I draw passively with like just for fun, but if I was wanting to get into animation, I'd want to see the tool first up. Um, as a thing and these scroll hijacking of like, you know, taking you through this, the story. I don't know. If I, what value does this really offer? Like you want to see the app in action. It's like, like you go to figmas for homepage and what do you see you yeah. see the app straight away, right? Or Dropbox. You just log in like it, it's clear what the tool is. And the thing is, sometimes with these um, tool websites is they focus too much on creating a portfolio example rather than
0: that's a really good summary it feels like it does feel like a portfolio this now now we're into like i love this page like i'm almost 75 percent down the page i've been scrolling probably for a minute plus um which is this page has to be insane like we should check out the performance on this because i bet you it's a very heavy page Um, but I love this. I think this page looks awesome. I love the gradient background. I think that you show the product features. It has a dark and light mode, and then it has a clear, like, personalize the app in two different color modes, customized accent colors. I love the way that this looks, but it took me a really long time to get here. I also think that the... See, now this is cool. I think this should be closer to the feature at the top because this is more of your set. Um, I don't care about social proof. I think a lot of times companies put social proof up too high, um, on a website um, again i always recommend a b testing where you put the layout of your homepage. but I, I personally think that it's better to know what separates your product or service from another company make sure that that's up in front of you. and feature focus on benefits um versus features is like another tip that i always encourage yeah no like what what problem
1: are you trying to solve um it's like the, when I was looking at design prototyping tools, like the one which I love using, which hasn't got that much love recently because I think it's one person develops for it, is a tool called Principle. And the, it's a great prototyping tool. Um, the the challenge is sharing uh, it. So like Envision is great because you can share with a link. A Principle, it, 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 you don't have that. But what Principle does have is like this ability to... Um, uh, export as really high quality GIFs or videos that you record yourself at. and so that's like a selling proposition. So you kind of—I know it's so cliche—free, free boxes with free things. It does blah blah blah. But if if your goal is to, uh, to sell the app, but then on the flip side, like to, to counter what I've said, it's an animation app. The first thing you see is an animation, probably created in the app. I get it; it's it makes sense. But it's just I, I think you want to kind of show what it's capable of but then maybe they have tested it with people. And again, I just feel all of the sites that we've seen so far, it was hard to tell what the main call to action is. Although to be fair to this site, there was a big download button on the top right corner, which is probably the first thing people are going to do anyway. I just want to see the app. If you're not going to show me it for myself.
0: To summarize, I think creativity-wise again, very high, very cool. Download button is in the upper right, fixed. Call to action button's clear of what they want users to do the long scroll the performance uh, i think is the usability to- here i think is lacking that's where i would that in my opinion is the biggest knock um
1: could you try um tapping on the hamburger menu because i want to see what they animate there that could that could sell it for me
0: yeah Hamburger menu I'm getting top left i'm just being it. a little slow to Let's the draw
1: what happens <laughs> that's Okay, so the all right, uh, interesting. Did you see the icon animates from the cross to the? Um, yeah, that's, that's cool. why they've got two lines. There's the like way a way.
0: lot of really cool subtle things that the like the, the these designers are sharp. Like they they're doing really cool. No detail was left unturned. So I think they did a really good job in terms of. I also love the like, but I love the This the is, is like one of the cooler menu. menu things I've seen. I I don't know. Look at all the social that they're yeah. plugging too. But like, if
1: you tap the hamburger menu, it basically drops down like almost a hero image. It says about support community and Flip School. I think it said that should d- shouldn't be behind a menu. That should just be the first thing you see. And then like, you could say like on the so the links on the left hand side really big on the side, right hand side a screenshot of the actual app in action. So maybe maybe someone just animating quickly is like, all right, you want to know how we, how quickly it takes to animate this thing on this site? This is how I did. it. And you just watch it, and that will say right. Here's the call to actions. There's a download. Here's how to use. This is what the interface looks like. Then you can do the scrolling and creative stuff at the end. But it, I, it just, it's the persona, right? It, it, it feels like it's not being designed for someone to learn from. All the important things are hidden. And it's like when you go, it's like there's that XKCD um, cartoon of like university campus. All the things that you want to know in one circle. Yeah. All the things that's on the website in another circle. And there's no overlap because it's like, all I want to know is the address of the campus the the number of yep. the the um, course heads, and like you know, reviews of the course. That's it. But everything on the site is like pictures of campus, the cafeteria, but nothing that you actually want as a user. And that's the problem with this website. Is all these websites we looked at are beautiful, but where do I go next? I suppose um, Poets did have more. Yeah, no, they were they were clear with their call to action.
0: There. I mean, I think they, um, yeah, I think like th- that was the only one that had a, the best. But they it was very clear. They want you to pay for the subscription so you can get their type of content. They teased out two free articles so you can get a taste of it. The Japanese one was just, I think, a really cool way to tell, you know, a story about a product. I don't think it functions well as a website, if, especially if you're trying to sell a product. I think it might be missing the mark. I had no idea what to do afterwards. Um, and then the flip a clip <laughs> is, you know, they had a call to action that was clear, but the usability was a little um the scroll was way too much the performance definitely was going to be impacted so it's probably it took a a long time to load which could result in users bouncing before the page even loads but i will say this i'm glad that we did this i think all of these agencies slash designers are incredibly talented and i think part of the nature of like being a ux designer is getting inspired by other designers and other agencies but also like taking a step back and saying like if i was in their shoes what would i do differently and i'm sure if we had them on to kind of talk about their designs there's stuff that we're absolutely missing um, for you know who their audience is why they did, why they made certain design decisions but um, i thought this was fun though i'm glad that we did this and maybe we'll do more if you want your if you want your website or portfolio um, you know reviewed by us Uh, shoot us an email or follow us on instagram and dm us and we'll take a look and then we can talk about it in a future uh we'll call these sessions design reviews um but yeah this was great any any closing thoughts mustafa
1: yeah now one thing i mean one thing i've been noticing um trend wise is i've seen a lot of pastel colors seem to be the thing that's becoming quite trendy at the moment um and especially on instagram i'm seeing a lot of you know the store, the UX advice stories. A lot of people are doing pastel type things. Um, and I'm kind of getting sick of it because everyone's doing it. Uh, it's nice when one person does it and you can appreciate but when that's the challenge with some of these styles is everyone follows. But these three sites that we looked at were completely different and unique. And that's what I liked about all three of them. I'm in the process of desi- redesigning my website. I mean, I've been saying that since 2015.
0: <laughs> but this is the year. This is the
1: year. Um, it's like... Well, it's like you know a writer saying i'm writing a novel and how much have you written <laughs> i've written the title <laughs> um so yeah no i mean i should look at awards because the, the logo i've got and i'm like yeah i really like the logo um but then it's like it's it's i made the mistake of designing the logo first without thinking about where it's going to be placed and now i'm struggling to place it in the site because it's a, basically a diamond shape you know it's like the if you go to my instagram you'll see um and that doesn't fit on the web and doesn't work especially on mobile so what do you do so yeah i think what i might do is once i've got it designed is get you to review it and then cry as you say
0: well i, I said that's you know, what i think <laughs> the number one said, thing that i because i've reviewed portfolios for friends before and i my again my website i use a squarespace site because my thing is literally just like i'm not putting any time and effort into it it's basically a link bank like that's my my purpose of having a <laughs> website is so that it shows up top of like search results, so people can find all of my other links to social, YouTube, LinkedIn, yeah. etc. Like that's my that's my goal. So I feel my site does its goal. It's fast. I made sure that the performance was good, but intent is really important. So a lot of designers, their websites are their portfolios. Um, I've chosen not to do that for yeah. a lot of reasons, but so
1: my website was a blog first and portfolio and a dumping mm-hmm. ground of drawing and stuff and i think one of the challenges, like cutting down that stuff and focusing on what it is but some of the articles i had have have been really high ranked so like i wrote a history of branding like in 2012 and that's been cited by five books because it's like pretty comprehensive oh, that's awesome the order of like what happened in history from the eight from the 1800s through to like the year i'd love to, to read that it that sounds too. cool um yeah it's been Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, maybe I'll do, um, we'll do an episode of the history of branding. Uh, but yes, I mean, because that article has been heavily cited, I like have a, um, almost a responsibility to make sure that the site stays like those links and stuff stay up. So, I mean, it was a WordPress uh, blog, which I'm just transitioning to something called Hugo. So I've picked a tech stack I have no idea how to use. (laughs) So, So, so that's basically what I'm fighting with. But yeah, no, I mean, um, coming soon. <laughs> in, no, I love in, it. in 10 I love years
0: <laughs> all right well listen thanks everyone for listening to this episode thanks for watching on youtube if you haven't done yet please go check out uh, the design huddle podcast we have a video version of this if you're listening um wherever you listen to podcasts so jump over to youtube uh drop a comment tell us you subscribed we really appreciate it we're a young brand so we're just trying to grow our audience and reach more people so we can you know, help educate and also just learn from other awesome creative professionals out there. So thank you again, and we will catch you on the next episode of Design Huddle. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Design Huddle. The opinions expressed are solely our own and do not express the views or opinions of our employer.